You know, I was nervous about this, man. I was nervous about this episode. I got, I don't know, man. I just wanted it to be perfect. I said, Steve, come to sit down. This got to be it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I was nervous. I don't really like talking to people. (laughs) And I can, I mean, I can see that, but just by like looking at your page, um, you know, you seem like a, a very, I don't want to say stoic, but you seem like a very to himself type of person. Like, yeah, you're outgoing, family, all of that. And uh, let me intro this pod, man. Let me intro this pod. So, I usually start the pod with, you know, welcome to the Keep It Up Lifting Podcast, where we discuss lifestyle, fitness, and motivation. But we got to change that up. We're doing a lot of guests, and I'm bringing people on here to share stories of success. So I want to welcome everyone back to the Keep It Up Lifting podcast, where we constantly prove that change, growth, and success is possible if you keep going, keep grinding, and keep it uplifting. I'm your host, Uplifting, and I have with me today a man who has lost a ton of weight, looks exceptional, and he's done it. By jumping rope. I know that's not the only thing, <laughs> but he's he's done it by jumping rope. Steve Garcia. Say what's up to the listeners. How's it going? <laughs> so, Steve, I, I, I typically always start in the beginning. So, um, let's just start there, man. Were you, growing up, were you into fitness at all? Um. Uh, I actually, to be honest with you, growing up as a kid in California, it was uh, during gym PE. We used to be, it was a lot of running, you know, doing, uh, it was active, running home. We used to play outside a lot, you know, back in, yeah. a lot of playing outside. You know, I had a bunch of brothers, so, you know, playing inside, you wreck the house. So I was always outside, you know, being yeah. physical, you know, and then high school sports a little bit, play soccer, football. So I guess I've always been active, you know. Yeah. So- so I've always known you to be a a bigger guy though. When did you get to being heavy, heavier, heavy set to where you felt the need to kind of cut the fat, trim the fat? What happened there? Uh, when I started gaining the weight or when I started losing? When you started gaining the weight. Oh, uh, I know the exact date. It was <laughs> July seventeenth, two thousand and six. It's, it's the day I got my job. Oh, really? I started getting that cushy life. You know, <laughs> you know like once I had that cushy paycheck, I started eating, didn't have to, ex- you know, I, that's why I know the exact date, you know, because I, I think when I got my job, I was maybe 210, 205. By the end of that year, I think I got all the way up to like, I was wearing like a size 34 jeans. By the end of that first year, year and a half thing, I was at the job, I went all the way up to like 38, 40 waist. Wow. Yeah, I was just grabbing, just. Yeah. That money will make you comfortable, man. Yeah, it did. It did. And it made me comfortable real quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what so what happened at what what was the turning point, I should say, when you were like, okay, this is getting out of hand? Because I mean, I you know, I scrolled through everybody's Instagram, tried to get some information about them, and I saw that, you know, you were living life, photos are immaculate. Right. We'll get to, you know, your camera game at some point in the conversation. But, you know, hair was long. You was you was you was traveling the world. What took place for you to say, OK, it's time. Uh, it was a lot. It was a lot. 2017, 2018. It was tough. You know, uh, people I knew passed away from Ooh, cancer. Sorry to hear that. Um. You know, uh, my divorce, you know, divorce was, it wasn't really a big legal thing, but it was more of less like, you know, that stuff kind of just all at one time hit and then COVID happened. Yeah. You know, and, uh, during COVID, it was more of like, I had to learn how to spend time by myself, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was probably like that time was probably one of the best times for me. You know, to have that time alone, not have to worry about anybody else. You know, work stressed me out, but, you know, finally, I don't know, just something just, I went sober, too. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I really wanted to talk about. I, I do want to talk about that because I seen on your Instagram a couple of times you had things that you know it's like sobriety sucks, but I'm detoxing, mm. or uh, and you kind of went back and forth a couple of times with just being sober. How has that helped your fitness journey? Because everyone just thinks that you know you got to have balance, but like, how has sobriety helped your fitness journey? Uh. Just the way I, I like, I feel like I think, you know, really how much it was the stuff that I kind of just should have just faced in the process and things that kind of just, you know, it's a lot more clear minded. You know, when I go work out, it's like a lot of times, I, you know, after we're drinking, it was like body kicking out the toxins first. Yeah. Yeah. You know, before I was actually getting into the part where I actually, you know, it's like sometimes it felt counterproductive, you know, because um, I wanted to push myself further and push myself further. And I was like, maybe I'm doing more damage to myself by coming in here sometimes still hung over from the night before. You're right. Yeah. You know, heart's pounding and stuff. I'm over here sweating, <laughs> trying to do what I did the day before. You know, and right. it's like, you know, I really didn't plan on being sober. I just wanted to stop for a while to detox and then I just kept on going with it. Yeah. I remember when uh, I had gotten some trouble. Uh, it was, I think... I want to say 2017, 2018. Mm -hmm. And I quit drinking for like eight months. And I think that's when I was like training. It was honestly of my adult life after 21 is probably the best I ever looked. And I had lost 40 pounds. And I always hearken back to when I first started training, um, just like getting in the gym and stuff. I thought about when I would play basketball all the time because, you know, I hooped. And I remember going on base to Gaffney after a night of being out drinking and I'm hooping and all I smell is tequila (laughs) just, just coming off of me, man. So the drinking cleared up for you or drinking brought clarity, right? But you talk about facing, you talk about facing certain things. What, if, if I may ask, what actually did you have to face and overcome? Uh, like when I got sober? Yes. Um, like the stuff I was drinking to kind of get rid of? Are you talking about that? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Um, that divorce took a lot more than I thought, you know, like I thought I was good. Yeah. I was just kind of like, you know, kind of going through it, you know, um, some stuff with family, you know, um, you know, going back and I started kind of reconnecting with a lot of family back home in California you know, and you start trying to, I start putting a lot of the stories together with what I was told from you know, other parts of the family. And I was like, a lot of this stuff doesn't add up, yeah. you know? And when you're like in your mid thirties, late thirties, and you start realizing like the whole dynamic of how you look at your family somewhat changes, uh, you know, along uh-huh. with it, you know, it's like, yeah. But that divorce, that, that was the part where I think finally, like, I guess I kind of had to accept that maybe that was part of what I was at fault with, you know, but at the same time, it was like, if I'm going to go, I got to have no excuses, you know, and drinking could be possibly excuse for me. Like if I'm making excuses for things in life, then and drinking is just, yeah. Trying to go back to all that memories, man, all that stuff's going back. You know? yeah, yeah. But, you know, Started facing things a lot easier. Stop hiding behind it. Start saying, you know, no more excuses, you know? Yeah, man. When you, I mean, we all have crutches. Like, I feel like I went from drinking to food. I had to, like, really, that's a whole nother story. But, like, you, you, you know, you have these crutches for, like, some people eat when they get depressed. You know, some people drink or something. And um, I, I didn't go through a divorce, but I was engaged. So I can identify with the fact, like, when you split from something that was supposed to be, you know, life lasting, even relationships sometimes are keeping you away from things that you need to confront as well. Because, you know, for me, um, you know, after getting out of being engaged, I was able to have a better connection with my mom, but I was also able to have like, understand that my mom is not my woman, right? Like I don't have to, you know, listen to her or, 
or you know what I mean? Like I don't have to fill a void for her that I was prob that was probably even hurting my relationship at times, mm. you know? So you confront those feelings and you start working out. Why jump roping? <laughs> Cause, cause when I saw last time we we met, you know, it, it was at a bar. But last time you wasn't drinking. That, I don't think you was drinking that night. Yeah, I right? think I had just started. I think I was the beginning of the the end of drinking. Yeah, and you and like you were you were looking lean at that time too. You were looking good, and um, you know I remember you talking about like working out or lifting weights. But why jump roping? Uh, I grew up with a lot of like a lot of my family, like uh, a lot of fighting, boxing. You know, uh, that type, you know, so jump roping was one of the things that like was the main focus cardio was, you know, yeah. boxing. So, and I always enjoyed jump roping when I was a kid. So kind of getting into it, I got into it, you know, um, and it really did a lot to teach me balance. You know, I didn't realize how much, how much out of line my back was, my hips, my shoulders, everything until I started jump roping and started wondering why, it was easier for me to do one movement, not the other, in the, in the opposite direction, on the other direction. Wow. You know, why one side was feeling this, this side of my knee was hurting more than this side. Ooh. You know, so I started just really asking the questions like, well, what's causing that? And the jump rope, and it was kind of what was showing me, like I would try to loosen up. No matter what I was doing, was stretching, stretching wouldn't do it. And then I finally went and started doing research. And the more I would jump rope, it was like showing me a lot of the imbalances that I had. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I've never heard that, you know, like, uh, cause I looked, you know, I was like jump roping for losing weight. Like I looked it up on YouTube and I went down that rabbit hole and, uh, nobody talked about like just fix- fixing or even identifying imbalances in their body. So from there, you just kept, you, you just kept going with it. Or like, what did you do to kind of fix some of those things as far as like you being in balance? I went to the chiropractor. Um, then with the chiropractor, I realized like, yeah, I got adjusted, but over time, because I wasn't doing the proper stretching, it all goes right back to where it was. You know, oh. um, you know, doing certain things, I started getting like tingling or numbness and, and soreness in my middle finger, sometimes my pinky, you know, then the elbow, and then I started realizing, you know, how the wrists were moving differently. When I would think they're moving the same, one is actually moving, you know, like this elbow would be slightly yeah. out, so therefore it gives a different pitch on, you know, both hands, even though in my mind. So just those small little no, things I started crazy. noticing. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is I have music, you know, I listen usually to like, you know, depending on what I feel like where I'm trying to focus on so that I'm not in the moment of like, Oh, this is the worst jump roping session. Ever. Right, I just, right. just let my body go, you know, relax, yeah. kind of just move to it, you know, um, you know, find a good rhythm, do movements with, you know, feet and when you're done, it's like, man, that's been an hour. I've gone, I've been doing this for an hour. It's crazy, bro. And then, it, then I go and might run for a little bit, lift some weights. Usually do about. You go and run after jump. Who are you, Floyd Mayweather? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's like, you know, because even though the jump rope and does one sort, one type of movement, it's not, it's a lot more difficult if you don't have a, a full like room that's empty uh-huh. to get a lot of very more further, like jumping forward. Right, right. Because you, know, you have obstacles usually like and other people around in the gym. So running kind of really does help loosen up uh, like the hips, you know? Yeah. Um, so I've noticed a lot of times when I'm jump roping and the bike's not really doing enough to really loosen me up, I'll go run one mile, go back in there, and I feel the complete difference in lower body, you know? Wow. So um, I'm not just focusing on jump roping. There's a lot of other things that I don't put in there that kind of go all in conjunction. I do acupuncture also and cupping. Okay. You know? So that stuff helped with loosening up, you know, um, in the morning, I do like yoga, you know, like stretching in the in the morning. So this is this is not just jump roping. It's like a, a whole formula just to oh, get to the whole way of life. <laughs> way of life yeah. I like that you said that, man, because, you know, fitness, you talk about sobriety, you talk about, you know, mental aspect of it. Right. Like dealing with certain things in your life. But fitness is really a all encompassing thing, right? Like it's, it's, it's not just you, you do this one day and then you go and do this one day. And then all of a sudden you just get results. Like you're talking about stretching you're talking about cupping. I never even done that. You're talking about acupuncture, chiropractor, yoga was, (laughs) 
when these things came into play, were you ever like, all right, that's too much. I'm done with this. No, actually, the more I do, the more I actually look forward to it. Mm. You know, I look forward to the deep tissue massage and the acupuncture and the cupping. You know, you get to come out. And I'm like, man, it's a dark circle. You know, like, <laughs> man, so like it lets you know, like, I need to focus on that. Yeah. I need to stretch better. I'm obviously I'm slacking on stretching or, you know, maybe I push myself further than I usually do. Mm. Um, But like. I think w- I've always been a technician. My whole okay. life. I've always learned to fix something. When you okay. get an airplane, you have an airplane. There's no one guy just fix everything on the airplane. Okay. So there's no one approach to fixing. It's the body's a mechanism, you know. Gotcha. So when you look at it as far as like, well, what's causing this imbalance? How do I fix it? You know, is it something mental? Uh You know, is it a physical imbalance? Is it the nerves? You know, is it the muscle? You know, because like, I would wear a shirt. I have muscle on this arm. Right. But when I would try to snap, this hand wouldn't snap the same as this hand. And then I realized that over time, like, okay, there's something there with a nerve. You know, yeah. So the acupuncture with that stuff did a lot to help out. You know, when I got that stuff done, um, um, I felt she put these needles in my in my lat, lit some on fire, and man, I had this tingling going up from my pinky, yeah, all the way down my leg, yeah. You know, and it was weird, like it just started spasming, you know, and yeah. I, and since then, I've actually that actually helped out a lot with getting that feeling back. Yeah, and I started like getting more movement, so like. A lot of people go to the doctor, and the doctor's like, I went to the doctor for my shoulders. Right. Oh, you have tendonitis, tendonitis. Oh, right. Like, man, I'm, I know I did railroad work and I work out a lot, but I'm too young for tendonitis. Right. Like that. You know, right. it was the COVID shot kind of when I got the second booster. Uh huh. It kind of did something to my left shoulder. You know, really? Um, the lymph nodes swelled up and everything, I guess, from all that swelling and still doing work, uh, still doing stuff. Okay. It, it, okay. Um, a lot of the muscles and it just, it never really went back the way it was supposed to, you know? So the cupping and all that and um, loosen that up. Yeah. was able to loosen up the muscle to where I could stretch it, had to go back and wait. I wasn't, I went from bench pressing. I'll do 225 easily. And then after all that, I couldn't even lift the bar, hold the bar up on a bench press with that left arm. That's how much atrophy happened with that left side. Wow. You know? So I had to go back down and wait and try to like retrain the movement. How was that though? Mentally for you? Like having to dial it back, right? Because you get to a level of success, and now it's now it's taken from you. Well, from from you know something of that you really didn't that you're not responsible for. You know I, what I mean? To be honest with you, I think it actually was a blessing. You know, because even though I was up to two twenty five drinking, I was confident. I think the action, the the process of trying to fix something made me find so much more because I stepped back and saw the bigger picture. Or before I was focused on like, yeah, I'm strong. Yeah, I'm big. I'm built. But and but that confidence and thinking that I was making all this progress and going up there, like I would have been probably more prone to having a bigger accident at the gym or hurting a muscle or doing something with my Ooh. spine if I didn't take a step back and learn how to recorrect and readjust all, everything, you know. Um, yeah, because even though I knew there was a problem with that shoulder, I was like, I'm going to still keep working. I'm gonna right, keep working, right, you know? right, right, right. So it was kind of learning like to listen more to my body. You know, it's crazy because <laughs> you're making me like reapproach, like listening to you. And I'm sure when I listen back to this, I'm going to readjust my whole approach to the gym because, you know, like the macho thing to do is just push through. Oh, it's a pain. Get a brace or, um, you know, take some Advil before you go work out or something like yeah. that. In the practical sense, I mean, there's no time in life where I'm probably going to need to have the need to bench press 400 pounds. Right, but you, I mean, we'd, we'd, we'd like to, for a while. <laughs> That's where we got to throw the ego, I had to throw uh, the ego out and say, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'm big. And yeah, I'm doing these. Right. I mean, the cable is 25 pounds. Right, right, know, right, like, right. But I was learning how to breathe properly, straighten mm-hmm. my back, line up my shoulders, pull down, engage that muscle. So I got, so I, I let my body recorrect what it, what was going on. So right. I go home and stretch, roll out the muscles, see what's going on, do shoulder movements, go in there, all right. No, now I could feel it completely different. Instead of trying to power through a muscle through it, it was more I had more progress in being healthy, my range of motion, you know, the the mobility, you know, did I, I feel way better than I did before. You and know? and that's crazy. Like that's such a lesson to all the guys out here who think that you can just be, guys, women, whoever's in the gym that's ego lifting, right? Because mm-hmm. you want to. 
you want to put up some weight, right? But like you said, you're engaging the muscle, you're correcting things that were wrong, and you feel better. Yeah. And you're still getting the results that you were looking for. Do now that you're you're you know you're making this move and this shift to being Mike Tyson on Instagram because I be watching the videos like dog I gotta get like do you use a special rope or anything? Or? I I have about eight eight different ropes. So depending on the music, depending on how I feel, depending on where I am as far as my endurance level and the workout, I switch tempo, switch speed, switch length, um, all different types. Uh, a lot of the stuff I don't put because I don't really don't have a camera to record. Yeah. So a lot of times I do put videos. I'm not even actually listening to music. I'm listening just to the rope. So the one music that when I actually listen to music and go, I'll go for 12, 15 minutes without stopping and just Duh. go to go, go with it. You know, is it the rope though? Like the, cause you said you have eight different ropes. Like what's the difference in ropes? Because I, I have a friend, his name's Justin. He'll be on the show as well. Uh, he was on the show. He lost a hundred pounds. But he was talking to me about jump roping and getting these special this special rope. Is there? Well, you have the weighted ropes. Okay, you have some that are like PVC line. You have some that are just solid PVC. Some have the little ball bearings in them to help them do more of movement. Okay, some have the bearing where it just spins in a circle with a handle. Um, so there's a lot of different types of ropes. That's why I prefer to kind of use different types of material because sometimes it switches up how I have to adjust. Some of them I could do more of just a wrist movement. Some mm-hmm. I actually have to engage the whole arm. Yeah. You know, um, with them being some being longer, I could do better. And especially if I'm going reverse, you know, going a backward direction, the rope length comes into effect. So, you know, it's it's a lot that goes into it, but it's, it depends on, I guess, more of what you're looking to do. Like, I like to engage in, you know, more of like wind sprint sometimes, type mm-hmm. of jump roping, high step, run double unders. You know, where it yeah. engages a lot of lower body. And okay. Sometimes I'm doing a lot more. You know, I see. Ball, I see. When swipes, you when you yeah. start getting in that bag, yeah. I can't lie, dog. I be oh, <laughs> I be jealous. <laughs> I be like, <laughs> yeah. I be looking at the phone like, damn, I'm gonna get there too. Well, but, and that's why, I, honestly, I wanted to know all your secrets. So that's why I was like, best way to talk to him and figure out how he's doing it. It's to just have a conversation with them, you know? It, it takes time. I mean, like I said, the, but the biggest thing is when you start going that fast and you start doing those type of movements, you really got to listen to what your body's telling you. Like, it, it's going to tell you, like, nope. When you try to make a move, it's gonna, no, I ain't doing it. <laughs> you know? And you got to be like, why ain't you doing it? Yeah. And then you have to figure out, you know, do some movements, do some different types of stretches, you know? Um, I just, you know, like, for cardio, right? We think cardio loosens us up. So it's just, it, it's mind-blowing that, you jumping rope has made you go and make all of these changes to your body. You know what I'm saying? Or, or at least find these things out like, Oh, well, you know, my wrist isn't moving this way. And why is this harder here? Yeah. So, you know, cause when you think about stretching, you're like, well, don't stretch, bef- you know, stretch before you lift. So you don't hurt something or uh stretch before you go run. You never think, Oh, I need to stretch to make certain movements while jump roping. You know, well, the other part also that goes into that is it. It came down to I didn't think about how I drive an hour to work. I drive an hour home, and when uh, driving, I would drive lean to the side like right. this. So that was causing my shoulder to always be tense in this upper direction. You know, yeah, yeah. But so I, you don't just, realize how the small things. Yeah, you don't up. realize when you go home and you relax on the couch. You usually go to one side or the other. You know, and usually, and, and I found. My ex-wife used to say that I had a, a, hot, a hot ass. I could never sit down for very long. Yeah, I, I, I noticed. You know, um, but I realized that ever since I was in uh, like middle school, high school, if I sat down for a long time, my left leg would go numb. Oh, you know? okay, okay. And I just kind of always dealt with it. It was right. always like time to get up. Yeah. You know, I, was, I couldn't sit for very long because I was always uncomfortable. Where now, like since I've been fixing things, I don't have that problem anymore. I can now learn to stay home and sit down and relax. That's crazy that you're yeah. so tuned in tune with your body just from jumping. <laughs> like, well, it's just it, taking that time to kind of realize, like, I want to do this and why can't I? You right. Know? But the, I mean, that that in itself is a, a feat to mm-hmm. me. You know, like you just saying, all right, I want to do this. I'm going to focus on this. And then really, do- we talked about, you know, off camera, we talked about embarking on, you know, different journeys or, or, 
you know, business ventures, things of that nature and like what it takes. So for you to actually look at, hey, I want to do this. I'm going to do whatever it takes to make this work and to see where you are now. Like, I'm going to put some clips up for the people who are watching this. But I mean, absolutely <laughs> inspiring, bro. Like to watch you jump rope is is like poetry in motion, dog. And I know you don't know this because, you know, obviously we didn't go to elementary school together, but um, Otis in elementary had a jump for the heart. And this mm-hmm. is like, I'm a little kid. I'm in shape. And we had to jump for like three hours. Uh-huh. Right. And it was like a team of three. And I jumped rope for like 15. Sounds like torture. Bruh. I was, but, but you know, we were in kids. I think it was something to tire us out or whatever. And it was like supporting a good cause. So of course my mom was like, I'm going to put him in and he's going to sleep good tonight. So, uh, I did that for, I'm just thinking about like, I still remember this vividly. That's how crazy jumping rope is to me. Cause I couldn't handle it. Mm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I did 20 minutes, the girls and I had two girls that were uh, my partners and they were killing me, bro. So for you to just be, you to be on Instagram, I, what I see on Instagram in a full out sweat, just vibing. Yeah, I, I know people are like, I'm sweating all over everything. Hey, you know what? I came here to work out. No, it, to me, bro, for me, it, it's inspiring. Like you look, you just look absolutely phenomenal. But the one thing that you haven't mentioned is diet. That is a thing that was the... I, I'm not going to sit back and say my diet is healthy or is bad. It's what works for me because everybody's diet has to be, it, you can't make a diet. The same thing as working out as like a task. Like I have to eat this. I have to eat that. I, have, I don't count calories. I don't do any of that. You know, same thing at the gym with not using a belt. That's the reason why I don't use belt. I don't use gloves. I keep my ego in check by knowing I can only lift what I know. My body will allow me to lift, Ooh, you know? So I right. listen to me. So when it's my diet, like I have a thing where I like snacks. I like pastries. You know, so that's a lot of the reason why it encourages me to do jump rope and running is because I earn those. To my right, right. You know, so I'm doing one thing is encouraging me to have something that I enjoy. That's encouraging me to do something else I enjoy. Mm. So they're both feeding off one another, you know. Mm. Say that one more time. Say that one more time. Talk to that camera, too, when you say it. But you were saying you were just saying that one thing. <laughs> yeah, they feed on. They feed. They, they feed each other. No, because yeah. that, that, you know, that's. That makes so much sense, right? Like, I I enjoy this, so I'm earning this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't deserve anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just that kind of concept of you making it full circle, which is you make your diet, you're essentially making your diet lifestyle, right? Yeah. So every, this is just a full out trend. I have a, I have my cookie or pastry every day. You know, really? Every day with my every coffee. Every day? With my coffee. You know, but I also eat. Nah, I, nah, I, I'm about to get up. No way, bro. Yeah, For real? Yeah. Every day. I will punish a half a cake and just be like, I'll go run tomorrow. Yeah. I'm. We got to work out. We got to get it lifted, man. No, for real? Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. That's why I want to go back home to California. They all have cookies and everything. I go see my mother. There's cookies and cakes and everything. Yeah. I'll punish it. I'll tell you, I'll go to town on some. No I way. I like candy. You know, I like baked goods. You know, somebody good baked. You know, big goods. I just, you know, it. Is there a special? I mean, we're here in Maryland. Is there a special place you go to in the city? Uh, pie time. Pie time. Pie time, and uh, well, one do has the coffee. Pie time is mainly the place I go to. Yeah, a little small spot. I like to. I like to support the small businesses. Yeah. 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 Me too. Me too. That's why I like to. I mean, you know, this is a Maryland podcast. I like to shout them out, man. Yeah. Uh, and I may go talk to them now that you said that. Yeah, well, I mean, check them out. They got good pastries. They got real good uh, pies, gluten-free stuff, you know. Coffee's good, a little neighborhood spot, you know. Mm. Okay. Um, oh, there's one. I'm going to have to look at the name later. Okay. They got another podcast. But um, now we were talking about the diet thing, though. Yes, sir. Well, I want to go back to that. It's like I'll have, like, oats in the morning, bananas, berries. Okay. You know, milk. So there's some fiber protein. in there yeah. and um, brown rice. The hardest thing I have really is to get the greens, um, but I do plant protein instead of whey, whey protein after my workout. Okay, to kind of get something that was green, I guess. At right. One point in time, you know? <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, yeah, I still eat vegetables at least like th- like mainly vegetables three or four times a week. Okay. Um, a lot of pro is, is there a lot of protein in your diet? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so I try to stick away from. I, I try to only do red meat on leg days. Oh, okay. So you, you like poultry, fish. You keep it light, and mm-hmm. then on a leg day, do you count deadlifting as a leg day? Because I saw you just got that 425. Congratulations. 455. Oh, four. My bad. My bad, bro. But uh, congratulations on that. Uh, Because I was was looking and I saw you putting up that weight. And I remember the first time I, like the last time I had 445s on a bar deadlifting. I was like, man, that's so long ago. And I'm bigger than him and I'm not lifting that. Oh, I know I can go higher. But like I said, I know that at that point, my back is safe because I I practice proper form, proper Uh breathing. That my back is good, my shoulders are good, so that's all I need to know is like I can get to this point. If I want to go any further, then I'll go back and make sure that I'm building myself slow to that point. If I don't, okay. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's no. I mean, I don't plan on trying to become a superhero or nothing. Like <laughs> it's nice to know that right. I have the ability that I can do that. Right, you know? right. Um, but like I'll do that and then jump in the jump rope right after, just to see how if it fatigued my legs, how my body, how my legs react. You know, or do some pull-ups. I incorporated just a lot of movements, you know. But I'll do that once like a year to see if I hit that 455. So how long are you actually in the gym? Uh are you are you stuck in there? Two it, to three hours. Really? Daily? Five days a week. Oh, okay. So two days off, but well, I have this thing where like I do Sunday morning, Monday morning, Tuesday morning, Wednesday off, and then go Thursday afternoon, Friday morning. Saturday off. So I get like one short period, one long rest consecutive, one long rest, you know? So it's yeah. like, cause I, uh, I feel like working out in the morning is completely different than working out in the afternoon. I feel physically different. The way I sleep is different. The type of workout I can get is different because how crowded the gym is, uh-huh. you know? So, uh, I like throwing that little twist at the end of the week of kind of like, yeah, you know, getting yeah. my body to kind of adjust, you know? No, no, I know what you mean. I, I actually, I hate crowded gyms, bro. Like, I, I know that it's a good thing that people are in there working out, but a lot of times after you, you know, you seem really into your routine. So it's like, get off that machine, <laughs> get off that machine so I can get on there real quick, bro. Like, stop, stop looking at your phone while I want to go and do some pull ups. Like, well, yeah, that one gets to me. If somebody's working, working out, like working out, working out, I'm like, hey, that's all you. You know, right. like I'll go figure out something right. else to try to do. Um. But um, yeah, it does get a little annoying. It I'm just—I'm not talking about like the—I'm—if you're a lifter or if you're—and I'm never hating on anybody in the gym. I'm just saying that Those like I, I see him be like, dog, stop wasting. T- Come on, bro. Get, yeah, I need this. I gotta go to work. I, I know you gotta go to work too. Like, what are you doing? So, but the early morning lifts definitely always set my day up. But I can't believe you—you you so. It's all in one session. You're in there for two to three hours. Yeah. One hour. I usually do like one hour, one and a half hours of jump rope and cardio and then work out. You are nuts, bro. For real. I'm not warmed up to like 30 minutes in. Yeah. Yeah. You think that's being older or you just think that's just how your body works? I think right now, because I'm still, I was actually going sometimes for almost about four hours as I was working a lot on the proper breathing. Mm, okay okay because a lot of times when you're learning new moves especially with jump roping your body your mind concentrates on the movement forgets to breathe same thing like when you're doing real heavy weight sometimes people stop breathing because they're so focused on that's definitely me trying to push their muscle that they stop breathing but you need to breathe to continue right you know so a lot of times i'd be in there like just going and going going trying to get the breathing right and then i'll be like you know what let's go hit some weights (laughs) and then you know, even now, like as I'm doing things, I'm still learning like to focus, relax, relax, yeah. relax, which brought me back to when you were talking about when you were kidding, you were jump roping. Um, I had to learn that trying to muscle it, you know, uh, it's like a it's like a, a flow state type of thing. You have to kind of like, you know, and I got this because, I, you know, marathon runners, uh-huh. you know, marathon runners, when you when they run, they look so smooth. You know, right. and it's because they learn to really relax the whole body and work as a mechanism. You know, if you get a machine and it's just kind of moving all different ways, everything starts getting loose, screws loose. Right, right, apart. right, right. Once it moves fluidly, it right, moves right, beautifully. Right. You know, so it's like, you know, it's it's in it's in more of a rhythm, right? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I just remember this is very random, but I I remember Diddy running the city. Remember mm-hmm. that it was like years ago, but essentially. 
when Puff Daddy ran at like New York Marathon, uh, he had this person that helped him with his gait and he thought he was running smooth and he was looking really good. And once they fixed it, that was actually how he was actually, he was able to finish the marathon. So I, I definitely understand that, man. So your diet, your diet is strong, except for that. <laughs> I still can't believe you be eating pastries in them. That, you, that's upsetting, man. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to do your, uh, I'm going to do your regiment. Like I go back and listen to like things that people say on the pod. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to do this regiment, bro. But diet's good. Fitness is good. Have you had any challenges in your life with your commitment to change? No. Nobody's wanted you to stay the same. Nobody's um, everybody's just been happy for you. Um I don't know. Maybe the people I have, I just don't care. You know, like <laughs> Uh, I just, I don't know, possibly. I mean, I've noticed some, some things have changed as far as like with friends going out, doing things, you know, um, became a little, I wouldn't say less time. I'm more clear minded. So when I see that somebody's intentions or I see, Mm -hmm. I started listening to my intuition more, Mm. you know, about people. Yeah. And when you start doing it, you start noticing that it just starts getting smaller and smaller that the people, not that you really trust as more people that you want to associate with. Right. Right. You right. Know, it's like, I'm not gonna, I know you, I have respect for you as a human being. Right. You know, if you ever want to joke around, cool, but people ain't shit. I, I mean, mean, I don't know how you would like the, you, you can say how you want to say it, but I'm speaking for me, people and you know, people aren't shit, bro. Like you, when you start improving yourself, when you start doing things and you get clarity in life, you start to see that everyone's going to be them and you're not trying to change them, but it doesn't align with what you do. And you also see that some of these mother, some of these people are manipulators. You know what I'm saying? Some of these people want to get things, at least in my experience, I, I can't speak for you, but I just felt like you was treading lightly on that a little bit. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't say treading lightly. I, I was, uh, yeah, well, I was being, I was being, I guess more like uh, when it comes to my words, you were articulating it as best as it, it, because like there's one thing I learned from work that I try to really incorporate in my personal life is managing my expectations, and that's managing my managing my expectations of people around me. Uh-huh. The person is whoever they're going to be. That's who they are. Right. It's now up to me to say, is that a problem for me or not? It's not a problem for them. It's only a problem for me. So therefore, now I need to manage my expectations of that individual. So that's why I said mm. I don't dislike you. I don't hate you for being a liar or being kind of con. I need now. I need to know that when you're around, I need to make sure I watch my stuff. Right, but you know, but that's still I still choose to be around you. If I choose not to be around you, then that's just how it is. But now. that's still people ain't shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like when I say it, I don't mean that I think this about people. It's just certain people show you that there's not a lot to them, mm. and I am okay with that. Now I know how to proceed, like you said, whether I should be around you or whether I should keep my distance. Well, I enjoy it more because I like actually thinking like, I wonder if this person knows that I know <laughs> what they're really like, you know, and it becomes entertaining. Like, <laughs> like they don't know. I know they're lying to me. Like, you know, all right. Yeah. So I see it more as a game to in that aspect, you know? So. No, that's funny. That's funny. You're like. I know you're lying to me. Yeah. I know you. <laughs> yeah. You know. I don't know why that's so funny, but that's funny to me. Bro. Because honestly, like if you separate yourself from everybody who's these ways, then you're going to, there's going to be somebody that's going to be sneaky. That's going to know how to get right. under that, get under that. So like, that's a lot of the reason why I still go out and hang out with friends at bars and still do things like I did before sometimes is because even though I know, I feel like I have a lot of experience, a lot of wisdom, a lot of knowledge, once I start separating myself from actually being around those type of things, uh, being around those type of people and saying like, okay, I can still call it. I can still know how to see the signs and still know how to see the way people are, you know? Um, so it's just managing my expectations. Sometimes like, people, everybody's a lesson, you know? Right, right, and, right, um, right. As much as they might not be shit sometimes, like there's so many people I'm like, man, that guy is there. That person's full of shit. <laughs> But they were hilarious. They taught me a lot. Yeah, you gotta. You I know. mean, you gotta have some ancient friends. You yeah. gotta be. I. But I. I like that you said that because it's like, uh, you know, growing up, right? As kids, it's like you being around a bunch of germs, 
and trying to keep your kid away from germs is not actually helping mm. your kid. Like you got to get exposed to it to, like you said, build up a defense to it or be able to see it. So yeah, you got to sometimes put yourself in the trenches and I, I, I can see that, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I'll take that approach a little bit more because once I see it, I'm like, I need to, <laughs> I don't need to ever be around it again. I mean, you know, you're going to never keep on learning if you're always trying to just be comfortable, mm. you know, um, our biggest lessons. I mean, it didn't, it's all perspective. You know, when I sit back and people sometimes wonder, I could talk about, you know, a situation of police brutality and laugh about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm like, well, why would you be upset about it? I'm not upset about it. I learned a valuable lesson. You know, <laughs> right. I learned a very valuable right, lesson. Right, right, right. You know, yeah. and I, there's nothing about it I wouldn't change. I mean, a lot of the experiences that I've gone through, you know, like, it teaches a lot. They shape us, man. Yeah. They shape us, you know, like, uh, you know, off camera, um, we we were talking about how it's there's so many versions of us. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, the, like who's that guy from? And it gets to a point where you're changing so rapidly, you start to look at, you know, who's that guy last week? You know, because you you just constantly are building and improving and ever changing. And I don't think that's a I don't think that's a bad thing at all, man. And no. you're, you're right, like. The the funniest part is, like you said, I say, what happened when you gained all that weight and you got some money, you got comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like that happens with a lot of things, relationships, you know, everything. People, yes. you get comfortable and, you know, like you forget, you know, like, I mean, it's a lesson. It really is just a lesson, you know? Yeah, but, you know, we never really, and I, was, I can't remember what I was watching. I, I think it was uh, this guy I follow, Anton Daniels, but he was like, give yourself some credit, you know, because... Mm-hmm we never actually sit back and look at where we came from. And I think if we were reflective enough, sometimes that would even invoke change sometimes, yeah. you know what I mean? Because you start getting into a rhythm, you start getting complacent, you start making excuses. And then that becomes a thing. And you now are a fitness machine, bro. I can't, I re- <laughs> how do you do Like, how did, did you gradually just do this or you just jumped in? I know we, we talked about it, but I don't know if we actually talked about how you worked into this two, three hour routine, bro, or, or even a diet, or was it a piece at a time? Like, give me, give me more. I think, uh, you know, we all have, um, we all have the same answers in life. Everything is in front of you. You already know everything. You already been through enough experience. You just have to ask the right question, you know? Um, and it was, it wasn't until then when I started asking myself, like, I can bust my ass at work. I've done all this stuff to make all these people look good. Everybody trusts me. Everybody relies on me every day because everything I do at work, I do all this stuff for my family. I do all this stuff for friends. I do all this stuff for the other employees, my coworkers, the company. Why not start doing that for me? You know, like, and it didn't come down to money. It came down to just me and and, and peace. Right. You know? Yeah. And being in a peaceful state of mind, you know, and that's why I was like, when I, Look back, I, you know, I, t- I told my sister this, that I feel like, you know, the, the, the man I, the, or the, the, the man I used to be went through hell. So the man I am could be at peace, you know? So now yeah. like, but the, but I feel like the other parts of me still exist. I could still be somewhere and somebody like gets too close to me and I'm like, all right, that peaceful person out the window. Right. You, know, like you, just right. Got, you just got this version of me, now, right. you know, but like I look back now and I'm like, I understand, like when you said, go looking back, give yourself credit. Like, you know, for a while, like a lot of people, some family would be like, oh, you know, you're lucky that this happened. You're lucky that happened because, you know, I was a high school dropout, you know, I didn't go to college, wow. you know, but like I built myself to where I own a house. You know, I have all my retirement stuff in line. You know, hopefully if it goes to plan, you know, 40, late 40s, you know, where work will be an option. Wow. You know? Wow. But, realizing like nobody seeing how like working two jobs right you know getting four hours sleep a night right you know only have twenty dollars to buy try to figure out a way to buy food for the week yeah twenty dollars you know loaf of bread and some eggs you know stuff like that you know like getting ready to you know uh beat up my sister my 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 girlfriend's dog because she (laughs) she gave the dog steak and i was like (laughs) (laughs) we need that i need you know like you know, sleeping yeah. in the car, panhandling outside Seven Eleven, stuff like that. You know, like wow. the stuff that I did to make sure, like, I can actually get to school. 
you know, Man. in the morning, like putting two fifty in the tank just to get to school, just so I can, you know, ask my AD, can I borrow some money? Yeah. You know, so I can I get five dollars? Can I spare? Can you spare five dollars? Go to Dollar Menu, get you know, tea, two cheeseburgers or whatever, and then put three dollars in gas in the car so I can make it back home. Wow. You know, stuff like that. You know, so it's like, but I never felt. You know, I remember waking up and I'll be on, uh, was it 66 going west in uh, Virginia and thinking like, there's somebody out here that's going through the same thing, sitting there in traffic. I can't just be the only person that's hating the situation. You know, yeah. there's somebody else over, out there that probably has it worse. That's probably like, you know, it has it way worse than me right now. So I always try to keep like a positive mind. I guess that's positive mindset. But like, just you keep know, on going. Just keep on going. You know. Yeah, bro. I, I say keep going, but damn. <laughs> like just uh that's that's truly inspirational bro like not graduating from high school putting yourself through school putting yourself through working two jobs going after all of these things and being super successful like you said i mean you know for us 40s isn't that far away and you're like if everything goes as planned like I am not even that well prepared, bro. And you, <laughs> so that's why I asked you about the change and, and did, you know, did anybody say anything about you changing? Because just for somebody to say that you're lucky, <laughs> that don't sound like any type of luck to me. You know what I mean? That sounds like perseverance. That sounds like persistence. That 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 sounds like many moments of self-doubt. You know, and then you even not acknowledging your feelings because we do that a lot. We'll say, oh, somebody else has it worse. No, this shit is fucked up right now for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with it, like actually absorbing that. But you just taking taking yourself away from that in that way and just still just keep going and, and just keep grinding like that is. That's that's amazing, Steve. Yeah, I think it wasn't until later on I looked back, like I said, the, the, right. the, the past me went through hell, so right. the me that I am now could be at peace. Like, looking back, like, man, yeah, it was tough. Like, I sit back, like, now, like, thinking, even me now, with my fitness yeah. and everything who I am, yeah, I would be extremely pissed and upset if I had to live that lifestyle again right. at this point in life. Right. You know, so that, that's why I'm like, you know what, but I think even looking back, you know, I had to understand, like, when I started looking at you know, the mind and the body is a mechanism and trying to find, okay, well, what, where did it, everything change where I started focusing on, you know, stop focusing on me where my health changed. You know, I was, you know, always kind of played sports, always kind of, yeah, you know, yeah. where did it all change where I stopped focusing on me and started focusing on other people mm. you know? and, uh, some tox- could- toxic relationships that I shouldn't have been in, you know, where I got away from focusing on me. And know? that's, that's crazy because, I'm sure with this change and you started focusing on yourself at, I'm not sure. Has anyone called you selfish? Um, no, I don't think so. Would you think somebody would call you selfish though? No. I mean, I think that all my relationships, everybody knows exactly where I stand with everybody. Mm. I make sure that there is no confusion of where we stand. You know, um, was it hard to get there? No. I think that's kind of like how I've always, I've always been able to keep people like you get what I want you to know. You, I, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, I don't have circles. It's like a paper with just pencil dots everywhere. It's like right. you are all isolated and you get it's, you know. Um, so everybody knows where they stand with you and, and there's no guessing. Like you've always just been that upfront kind of person. Yeah. Wow. You'll man. know when it changes when I'm just like, I ain't talking to you. <laughs> stop answering whatever. Right. You know, right. I mean, it's not to be disrespectful, but it's like, I have a hard time finding that small place where it's like as articulate as I could be. Right. Sometimes it's just like, I have no other way of putting this. Right. Right. And it could just be a lot more worse just hearing me talk more about. Right. So it's best that we just yeah. sever ties at this time. You'll get over it in five right. days. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like you'll be fine, man. There's so many layers to you, man. We gonna have to have like a part two or something. Cause I didn't know all of that. I just thought we, you know, I usually start the podcast off with asking people like mentally where they are and trying to, you know, dig into that. But 
I it, I mean, this is just such a thought provoking conversation, bro. Um, the one thing I wanted to know that you never mentioned was, did you get a trainer or did you talk to any trainers along this process? You just did all of the, you did all of these crazy changes by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, like I said, if you ask the right questions, you have the same answers that everybody else has. Mm. You know, I mean, you just have to ask the right question, you know, and stop focusing because a lot of times trainers, they're good. You have, do have good trainers out there, but I feel like a lot of times, you know, I think, uh, some celebrity brought this up about how trainers want to build their own ego by proving that you can't do what they can do. Right. You know, um, and people's diets, you know, if they're endomorph, exomorph, all that type of stuff, you know, I'm not going to listen to you about your body. Right. You know, I'll right. take some of the case, some of the, okay, this person has some of the, you know, I'll look at videos, oh, you know, having issues with your calves or having an issue with this type of movement, this is what you do. All right, cool, I'm having that. That's particular to something with me. Right. As far as what you're doing as a whole, that works for you. You know, right. Um, right. so that's why I was kind of like, I, I will listen. I'll take advice. I'll kind of like see kind of what's going on, but like mainly it's incorporating like all the diets I've tried to do, what actually I felt worked, you know, um, like doing keto. That helped me with trying to learn how to get healthy fats. Mm. You know, so now when I eat, you know, you need healthy fats. So now right. I know where to get healthy fats, how to keep that balance, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So like not, all the failures aren't just failures. There's lessons in those failures that you can incorporate into, you know, the final product. You know, even now, like I was talking to a friend yesterday about it. I'm still adjusting my diets and my workouts, you know, mm. because just because I want to be healthy, you could be in shape and have all the muscles and still be unhealthy. You could still be a little overweight but have right. to be very healthy cholesterol high you know, whatever right but yeah. you could be lightly slightly overweight and still be really healthy mm. you know the looks the gym is just an addition to what should be a healthy diet to begin with you know yeah so yeah. you know that's why the like i'm more worried about if i get an injury that's why i'm so focused on lighter weight movements because that's when the real question is, can I still eat those pastries? <laughs> you know, and I don't want to sacrifice the pastries, you know, so I try to make sure I can keep my movements, keep my balance, you know, um, and not and keeping the ego in line, you know, yeah. keeping the ego in check to where I'm not doing things that are going to hurt myself, you know, um, accepting the fact that like, you know, I hear a lot of people say, oh, you know, I've always done this. Yeah, you did that when you were in right. your 30s. Right. Dad, you did that when you were in the 20s. That's not going to work now. Yeah. Yeah. You have to adjust. <laughs> right. Know? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, and that's something that I think that I really had to get in mind is like, you know, workout based on like, I could see a young kid in there and I'm like, part of me is like, I could get that. I want a challenge. Right, I, right. You know, that's just the warrior that's in there. It's like, <laughs> I'm the alpha, you know, right. it's like, you know what? Let that man have his shine. He's young. has yeah. good back. Strong knees. <laughs> He's all right. I'll be okay with this. Right, you know, right, I'm right. Just jump rope a little bit, you know, like a little dance, like a little standoff, you know. But sometimes you need that challenge, and you know, it, it's. Uh, but having a healthy diet, that's one of the, you know, um, more important parts, you know. And in order for me to have those days where I indulge in cheeseburgers and cheesesteaks, yeah, you know, I'm like, you know what, have fun and do it today. But on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's gonna be baked chicken and some veggies. How are you so easily? able to go back though like it it just seems like is it was it just over time it just built up or you've just always kind of been that way like i got a plan i'm gonna work the plan well i think like i said like taking that work type of mentality and just saying well let me get these principles and just apply it here you know um Ooh. you know uh i was able to quit smoking cold turkey i was able to quit drinking you know and you know yeah. like being able to go in the gym and say, okay, I'm just going to work out today with no music just for three hours and just, just to say I can do it. You're a psycho. You know, just to say like, <laughs> okay, like you have the discipline. Yeah. You know, because yeah. that discipline, you know, is not just, you know, about the diet. It's the overall discipline in all yeah. aspects of life. You yeah. Know? And it's not to make it, it's one less thing to worry about. You know, yeah. picking picking and choosing when you want to break rules. We're right. not, as human beings, we're all, we lie to ourselves a lot. Mm. You know, so to lie to yourself thinking that you're going to be honest with cheating on things, you know, you're not. Right. You know. Right. So I no longer cheating 
if I just make it a part of the whole plan. Mm. Yeah. And just make a healthy way of working around it. You know? No, no, I, I like that. Like, uh, <laughs> no longer a task. Just no, no it, it was like, uh, I can't remember who said it, but they was like, you cheat on your diet. It was like, do you cheat on your girl? And the dude was like, I can't remember where this is from. That's terrible. But, uh, you know, the the guy was like, no, I don't cheat on my girl. He's like, well, stop cheating on your diet. He was like, mm. just do the same thing there, yeah. you know? So, like you said, when you work it into the plan, it isn't cheating. You don't have to have cheat days. Like, this is what I do. I have balance in my diet. I have balance in my life. I have discipline in the areas that are necessary. And I think, honestly, bro, the stuff that you went through because – you persevering through those tough times, I, I feel, has built a resilience that is just unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had uh, some kids drove in my car the other, like a couple months ago. Yeah. Threw a street cone at it and at night on a little uh, cart and drove off. And then I sat there and I was like, that's what that feels like. <laughs> Because I used to do the same thing when I was oh. in high school. So I was like, I can't be mad at that, you know? Right, right, so right. Just, and like, it was an experience, like, it's not really that worth getting mad, you know? Um, things come full circle, you know? It's a lesson. You go through those things, those hardships, those things, those experiences. Yeah. And it's sitting back and saying, I'm embarrassed to be that kid that used to do that. Right. I look at these kids. I was that kid. That's yeah. funny. Like, now it's happening to me. Now I know what that adult <laughs> felt like. You know, and I was, I'm not going to lie. I swear I drive around like, I hope somebody don't throw battery at my windshield. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> stuff like hey, shoot me in the paintball because my window's down you know? <laughs> stuff like that so it's like you know being more at peace was like I once did that I was once that person I was once I've been there I've experienced that you know um, it's, you know not trying to hide from it not trying to be somebody who I wasn't accepting yeah accepting it yeah. you know like you know managing expectations you know knowing that like I'm not a young man I can't work out the same way I was when I was younger I can't process this food the same you know mm. you know just Managing the expectations. That's yeah. so tough, though, man. I mean, you know. But then once you do actually kind of really get healthy, like, not all cheesesteaks are made the same, you know? True. Not all burgers are made the same. So sometimes when you do eat really healthy and you eat that really, 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 really unhealthy. Yeah. When you go from really healthy eating, it's like, oh, I don't want to ever eat that again. <laughs> so it's almost like it felt great at the moment, but you just punished it. You just reset to where you just reinforced. Yeah. I don't want to eat that again. Yeah. You know? So it's not that it's like being restrictive. It's more just like you got to listen to your body. When your body sits back and says like, yeah, it tastes good at the moment, but. No, no. I I know like if I get immediately sleepy after eating certain things, I'm like, I don't want to eat that again. Yeah. There's like, unless that would, you know, I'm on vacation or something, but especially if I'm trying to really, really cut weight. Like if, if I see that, you know, I got certain meat from Paul's, uh, you know, giant or something. Mm. I'm just like, okay, I I won't get this cut again, or I won't get this percentage of fat. Like this isn't good for me. So I have noticed some of them things, but I'm definitely not as dialed in as you. Um, I have fun. I enjoy it. Yeah, it, that's the it, whole thing is making it, it to fit your lifestyle. Enjoy it. Once it starts kind of unenjoyable, it's not maintainable. It's not sustainable when you're doing something you don't enjoy. Yeah, but it like you found the joy in it though. Like and you you were willing to tweak it and and stay with it long enough to find the joy in it. Uh we're gonna take a quick break. Um, camera died. We are back. Uh took a quick break. Um got some refreshments. I hope you guys got some popcorn. Uh, sunflower seeds, whatever you know, snack you you have. Maybe uh, took a little break at the gym. I don't know where you listen to this at, but one thing uh that I really wanted to ask you is, you know, you mentioned being divorced, and I was going to ask you if you're single in a relationship. Do you think being single, being you know, uh, divorced? that you're more productive? Uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely way more productive. Um, uh, you know, dating kind of, it's something that you, uh, I've been kind of trying to balance, you know, the time because like, 
there's times I want to go out on dates and it's like, I don't want to do it. I'm like, but you know what? I find myself like, oh, well, maybe if you cut the gym down to one hour a day, or maybe if you go skip the gym day and go tomorrow. Oh. And it's like, once I start having those thoughts, I'm like, nope, that's plan- that's planting the wrong seed. You know? So I'm like, not that the person themselves are bad people or that the dating wouldn't go great, but it's like, if this is what I'm offering you and if I change it, you're not going to be giving the product that I want to be who I am. So what's the point of going further? I know I can adjust it, but you know, um, if I feel anything bringing me down, bringing me to that direction, that's going to throw me off. You know, because when I got married, that's how I was. I was in fitness. I was eating healthy. I was coming back on drinking. I quit smoking, got in a relationship and boom, I went from weighing 220 back up to 270. You know, it was toxic. It was just, took everything out of me that should have been productive towards myself. Right. You know, so that was a good lesson. I mean, but now will all women be that way? No, you know, right. But, um, you know, trying to find something that's more in line with my lifestyle, not saying like I have to meet a woman. that's going to be like, you go to the gym, you have to go 15 hours a week. Like you clock in and clock out at the gym. You know, it's more of like making sure that I'm, I want, I want somebody and I want to be, I wouldn't, I, making sure that you have the other person's best interest at heart, you know, that like they want to make sure that I'm in a healthy place, that I want to go to the gym, that this is something for me, you know, yeah, that it's not just about like time. You need all the time, but it's like making sure that this is what keeps me balanced and in a healthy state of mind, you know, and for me to be the best product, the best person, I need this. I don't need another woman. Right, right, right. I just need some time at the gym, and I'm good. Right, right, right. And I'm going to give you the best person. Right, you know that's not a lot to ask. I mean, I could, I could be, I could be out here with other women, you know, or I could need cocaine. (laughs) I just, (laughs) I just need some time at the gym. Pretty much, you know. I'm not over there, you know, worried about the women at the gym. You know, I'm worried about like I need to get this in. I need to make sure I'm good. You know. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that's the great thing, you know, like, you know what you need. And, and in this time, right, you know, um, did you grow up in a single parent house? Uh, did you have, was well, Pops yeah, around? My, both my parents are married three times. Okay. So I feel like, you know, and that's that's something that we'll get into another time. But, but I feel like those are deeper issues. Not deeper issues, but those kind of navigate our adult life and we don't really pay attention to it. And uh, for me, you know, I feel like I was more of a um, how can I make this person happy mm-hmm. type of person. And then when I finally got the time, like you said, to start giving that time to myself and actually was like, hey, let me do some things for me. You start to figure out who you are because you spent so much time delivering for other people that you never actually got that time. So now that you know who you are and what brings you peace and, and what you need to be in a good mental state, I, I think that the person that you do meet when you meet her will actually be equally yoked with whatever your purpose is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, that'd be cool. If not, life keeps on going, you know, like, I don't Oh, man, I, I feel like you know you doing a lot. First of all, there's so many women in fitness, yeah. <laughs> so you gonna bump into you know p- someone with a, a certain amount of potential at some point. But you know, you said you're more productive as a man. You're more productive as a single man at this time, and uh, I champion that. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want to keep you single. I'm not like how women are <laughs> like. It's a lot of people who keep people single. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I see why when you get in a relationship, uh, you start to hang around other people that are in relationships. You want to be with like-minded people. You don't want to be with somebody who could potentially uh, just give you those negative thoughts that would take you away from, you know, a quality relationship. My last thing for you is what's next. Uh. Man, there's a lot. It changes. You know. Um been spending a lot of time just with family, you know. Um spent a lot of my life, didn't really get to spend a lot of time with my family when I was younger, you know, trying to rekindle relationships and just, you know, build off of that, you know. Um physically, 
as far as fitness, man, there's so much stuff I want to do. Like I'm still like excited about stretching. Like, man, you know, we're talking about yoga earlier, yeah. but like the certain questionable positions you get You're into, right. <laughs> you know, keeping at home sometimes, but like doing, like learn how to do the splits. Okay. You know? Yeah. Like I've actually been thinking about like possibility of like learning, going somewhere that might have like ballet or dance lessons or gymnastics. Wow. You know? As for like adults, you know, just to do something different, something that's like, you know, that helps incorporate into what I'm actually doing as far as what I want to do, you know. Yeah. Um. So I just follow the question, you know, the, the asking the right questions and see yeah. where it goes, you know. Yeah. Um. Today I might ask a question that might give me a certain direction, and when I get there, another question comes up, and I go a different direction. So it's never just set in stone, you know. It's uh, it's, it's you know very uh dynamic, you know. It's crazy, man. Asking right. the right questions. Asking the right questions with Steve Garcia. I appreciate you all for listening. Keep it up with them. So was nuts, bro. I want to thank you guys for listening. Please be sure to check out the site, keepituplifting.com, to stay in touch with all of us here at the podcast. We would love to hear from you, especially myself, the main host, but we would love to hear from you, any topics you would love to talk about. And we just dropped the discipline shirts and hoodies on the store uh you can also reach that from keep it up listen.com the link to that will be in the listen notes as well uh, and just want to say we appreciate everybody who listens to the podcast thank you so much and always and always keep it up lifting <laughs>